The district is currently projecting a deficit of roughly $3 million for the school year starting next fall. Members of the Sitka School Board flew to Juneau earlier in February to meet with state legislators. At a community budget hearing on February 15th, Board President Tristan Gavon said the fly-in was productive. It was a little bit more hopeful maybe at the Capitol than last year, but I think we're still, you know, it's a it's an uphill battle and, uh, you know, having the state with the strongest governor and that line item veto means that it would take a two-thirds majority to override any veto like last. Last year, the legislature approved a one-time increase to per-student funding of $680. Governor Dunleavy used his veto power to slash that by half, forcing many districts to rewrite budgets that had already been adopted. Sitka's situation is not as precarious as some other districts around the state. Board member Tom Williams thanked the school's business office for helping to limit the damage to the district's finances. Juno's got a $9 million deficit. Catch Can has a zero fund balance and course you wouldn't want to be running your checkbook if you had a zero fund balance in it other school districts are talking about uh, negative fund balances or minimal fund balances that if they had an emergency if facilities failure you know they don't have the resources to bond and they would be looking to the state to either fund them or shut them down the february 15th community budget hearing was attended by only one member of the public sarah ferency is the interim director of cultural resources education and employment at the sitka tribe of alaska she's a former assistant superintendent and former principal in the sitka school district ferency urged the board to be more proactive about budgeting you know in my experience of a couple of years of doing this the district budget process tends to be reactive. It tends to be like, okay, here's what it would cost to do the status quo. We have to cut $3 million. I think for the past 20 years, we've had to cut $3 million at this time of year, every year. You know, and then we have all these conversations about what we're gonna cut. And then everybody who likes those things comes out and says, don't cut that. And then we have conversations about different things to cut and we pass the budget and cut them. It's hard, it's exhausting, and it doesn't feel very forward-thinking. It doesn't feel very purposeful. Ferency added that prioritizing programs would help teachers know where they stand and reduce the uncertainty or even panic experienced by staff wondering if their jobs will be cut. Board President Gavon agreed. One of our goals as a district has always been to kind of move more towards that outcomes-based budgeting or you know something of that nature that maybe is a little more forward-thinking, and so... Um, hopefully somewhere we can get our strategic plan going and dovetail that in with the the budget process um, as much as possible this year. Budgeting remains one of the school board's most important tasks and there is likely nothing more frustrating. Board member Todd Gebler said the process sometimes made little sense. It just goes on and on and on. It's just a lot to think about and and it's just the unknown. It's it's we won't know anything for quite a while. So it's I, I, and I thought this last year, and I thought this the, the year before. Uh, you, you can't even really call it a budget because you, you, budgeting means some some way to foresee the future, and, and we have no way to foresee the future to to put money where we need to because we don't know what the money is. The Sitka School Board plans at least two more budget work sessions on March 7th and April 11th before holding a final hearing and budget adoption on April 17th. All hearings are scheduled for Harrigan Centennial Hall. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.